Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sans Pants Radio. Corpus Colossus. Hey everyone. For those that subscribe to us on iTunes, you might have gotten a bit of a confusing surprise last week. It was a bit of a snafu from our RSS provider that ultimately ended up with all 15 episodes of Merchant of Great Birth Volume 1 available for free on iTunes. Merchant of Great Birth is a bonus adventure included on all our USB tapes with our third and final campaign of that having just been released. So if you liked our bumbling antics and the rotating cast, you can check them out over at audiobooksontape.com where we've just released Volume 3 of D&D is for Nerds, which we're calling A Song of Sand and Snow. If you use the coupon code DICKHEAD, you'll get 10% off the purchase price. Or if you just like the standalone MP3s, you can grab the complete Merchant of Great Birth trilogy at sanspantsradio.podkeep.com. Also, the adventures are available for our Sanspants Plus members, depending on which tier if you'd like to support the show that way and receive a whole slew of even more bonus content. One last thing, if you're knocking the full episodes or missing an episode, just refresh your RSS feed or delete those episodes, then refresh and download, and that should fix that right up. Once again, extremely sorry for any confusion that this has caused, and we hope you enjoy our next campaign. Welcome to Chapter 1 of Jaren's Outpost Hustle, a D&D is for Nerds adventure. Previously... You get to Jaren's outpost. It's part of a nation called Goldcrest, and Goldcrest just went through a massive civil war in which this is like the French Revolution. They were all put to the sword. Oh boy! Oh no! Jesus. Yeah, and mercenary companies have basically taken over, and there's this transitional period. Hey, mercenaries, you're gonna give control back to the people now, right? That you've thrown over and you control everything, and the mercenaries are like, eventually. <laughs> oh no! Oh boy. Uh, it's actually caused some tensions. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, yeah, what, Cassius, what's our next move? What? Well, I your mean, next move? I mean, I, I don't know. I, I gotta be honest with you. I'm kind of curious as to who Daniel is. <laughs> <laughs> thinking of maybe investigating that some. No, that's fair enough. I don't really know where that'll take me. You're welcome to join me, Leo. I, I was thinking of going back to Jaren's outpost and looking into the the Black Hand because mercenary group. Yeah, the mercenary group being. Shit! Yep. So I was thinking yep. of doing something up that that neck of the woods. Is this a goodbye, or is it a new beginning? Good luck in finding out who Daniel is. I'm I'm out of here. All right, Leo. So long, Leo. <laughs> it's been nearly, I would say, maybe five years to the day now that riots and an, a massive uprising swept the nation of Goldcrest. A, uh, a party of adventurers traveled to the capital of Goldcrest, Goldcrest, and killed the king of Goldcrest, King Goldcrest. <laughs> well, that's just right. A vain and selfish man, he ruled his kingdom with an iron fist, killing any who opposed him and imprisoning the rest, either in actual jails or just 
within the country itself, not allowing his people free travel. After the, shall we say, assassination of the king, things did not immediately become better. In fact, they still are on their way to becoming better. Mercenary companies, under the supervision of the adventurers, began the slow transition of Goldcrest from a a dictatorship to a more diplomatic country. But the adventurers, as adventurers are wont to do, left before the transition was complete. And mercenary companies, understanding that there was more money in overtaxing a population, (laughs) simply settled in at the position that the king once held. We're going to center our adventure on the city of Jaren's Outpost, specifically within the nation of Goldcrest. During the riots and the violence of the uprising, the gnomes in the warehouse section of the city busted out a new and terrifying weapon that they had been working on but never used. None of our current party, who we will introduce in a moment, actually saw the weapon in action, but you all heard that it killed a hundred people in less than five minutes. After the in, that initial mass riot, which did last nearly a week, no one saw the weapon again. The gnomes dismantled it and packed it away, it having served its purpose of protecting them and their um, stock. Mm-hmm. When mercenaries began pulling out, consolidating their findings mm-hmm. after the adventurers stopped supervising them, Jaren's outpost was deemed not worth the time. And so... It became a kind of lawless wasteland. And in that chaos, a band of orcs, an orcish tribe, landed at Jaren's outpost at the docks, seizing the docks and beginning an awful campaign against the rest of the city. The first, one of the first things they did in this campaign was steal the weapon that the gnomes had created. But because the gnomes had dismantled the weapon and orcs are not very smart, (laughs) They have yet to be able to harness the power of whatever this awful device is. Leo. Leo yes. Shadow. Yes. You came at first to liberate Jaren's outpost from the Black Hand, the mercenary group. Yeah, they were stomping over the little guy, and I'm a yes. little guy. The mercenary group who was stomping on the little guy. I'm a halfling. I, I, it was implied. <laughs> I figured. That was during the period where uh, the adventuring party was still, or the adventurers were still supervising the mercenaries. So Jaren's outpost had some, if poor, law to it. When you came to Jaren's outpost, however, it quickly became apparent that while the Black Hand were not great, some law is better than no law, Mm. even if that law is terrible. And you decided that the lesser of two evils was still the better option. So you kind of just assimilated into Jaren's outpost. You found work in Little Teagle Little Teagle being the uh, halfling quarter. Teagle is where they come from. Hey, hey, hey. So does it get like a like a Soho abbreviation? Is it called like Lightai or something like that? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> like hipster sure. abbreviation. That's what I'm calling it. I'm, yeah, I'm from Lightai. All right. So uh, Little Teagle is run by the halfling families. The halfling families might as well be mafioso families. <laughs> yeah. So I fell in with the mob? 
Yes. Straight up? Yes. He literally moved into Little Italy or Little Sicily and joined the Mafia. (laughs) You found that it was easier to assimilate with your own kind than with the rest of the city who tend to kind of rightly have prejudices against halflings. Not fair. You're thieves. We are. By day. That's just true. Well, specifically you work for uh, the Little Low family. Little Low? Yeah, Little Low. Run by Papa Little Low. (laughs) Hang on, wait, wait, wait. Papa Little Low. Nah, that's not any better. I need like cotton uh, balls. Yeah, I need cotton balls to stuff in my mouth. Papa Little Low. Papa Papa Little Low. Oh, it's pretty good. By day, you work in their restaurant as a waiter. (laughs) (laughs) That is good. By night, you go round the back. They roll out a top. You cast the grease spell upon the top. They apply a gnomish salve that makes the grease spell last longer than a round, I think it lasts. <laughs> and then you squeeze it into bottles and sell it as little low premium olive oil. <laughs> Do we form a grease grift? It's not really a grift. It actually is like good oil. All right. <laughs> it's just legit. Legitimate industry. That's, that's <laughs> legitimate <laughs> business right there. <laughs> Although you it don't pay. on intimidation and uh, extortion, <laughs> yeah, I imagine. Because yeah. you don't import or grow it properly. So the, like the, well, there's no one to collect taxes, but you wouldn't be paying taxes. <laughs> it's literally anyway. zero overhead. Yeah, this is like all profit. Yeah. Except you, for the Nomi cell, but all profit. And I guess it's half. St- all profit. <laughs> you started this simply because uh, the Black Hand, when they were around, they were just imposing so many panel or tax rates on this sort of stuff. So you avoided tax by avoiding a paper trail. <laughs> And instead, just have a grease trail. Yeah. <laughs> like a snail. So I can only cast a certain amount of, like, magic in a day. So I have to, like, hold out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or else Lilo's going to be mad at me. <laughs> you got to do it and then have, like, an hour nap or however long it takes <laughs> to get back to it. Pop so, a little low. Little low? Can I call him Lilo? No. Uh, you're not that friendly with him. Face. But, like, Lilo from Light Eye? Come on. You are not that friendly with him. <laughs> no, you call... His son calls him Papa Little Low. <laughs> his wife calls him Papa Little Low. And his grandfather his... also calls him Papa Little Low. What his wife calls him behind closed doors is none of your business. <laughs> and if you even speculate, you're going to wake up with a, with a fucking owlbear head next to you. I like that especially because horses exist. <laughs> but an owlbear has a better message. <laughs> It's more terrifying seeing that bare beak. It's really large, so to take up most of the bed. The fear there is that not only did they kill an owlbear, a quite fearsome creature, but they were able to sneak it into your bed without (laughs) you noticing. That'd take like five halflings. They actually just could have killed you. (laughs) It would have been so much easier. But you wouldn't have been as scared. Yeah, that's what it's all about, fear. I think the message that sends is that they like want to send you a message, but they... Like, the point of the message is, we're not going to kill you, because it would have been easier to kill you. (laughs) Just so you know that. (laughs) Uh, And if you had to kill him after, you'd be so mad. Yeah, I know. The whole Albear thing. Your, uh, I don't want to say necessarily (laughs) reputation as a thief or anything like that, but you were once a member of a very prestigious thieves guild known as the Shadow. They currently want you dead, but the fact that you were once a member is kind of still a big deal. And that's probably why you got the job with the Little Low family. They respected your protection. Now, you're in a little bit of a pickle right now. Oh, because 
a couple weeks ago. Is it ago. a little low bit of a pickle? <laughs> it's quite a big little pickle, actually. <laughs> Papa Little Low called you, personally called you into his office, and that's, that's like a big deal. You've spoken with Papa Little Low maybe four times in your however many, like a year now in Jaren's outpost. Mm-hmm. He called you in to tell you, Leo, I need something from you. Yes. You were once a member of the Shadow, the Assassins and Thieves Guild, yes? Uh, in a way, yes. Yes. You have experience. Do they know that I, like, got, like, ran away or got kicked out? It's probably a little bit of a secret that you're no Yes, I was. <laughs> in but the like, Shadow. Maybe they know. You don't know 100%. <laughs> in a way, then, I keep it vague. I keep it very vague. <laughs> that you were, like I said, that you were in it all is kind of a big deal. <laughs> yes. The, uh,. The orcs, they represent a, a chaos I cannot abide by in my town. I, I've been thinking on this for quite some time now. I want you to steal or destroy whatever it is they have, this gnomish weapon. Okay, little, 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 uh, no. I do not. Little, uh, Papa, Papa, little, Papa, uh, little, uh, Papa, little, uh, Papa, little, I do not care how it gets, I do not care how it gets done. Only that it is done. Yes, yes, Papa. I, I, I will. I will do this thing. Do I kiss his rings? Is that the? He, is that he reaches the... out with oh, his right hand with oh. a ring of protection. <laughs> <laughs> they say this ring of protection offers me a plus five AC, <laughs> but kissing it technically offers you plus five AC. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you, little, little, little. Uh, out of my Papa, office, Papa, Papa, I scurry out. All right. So. <laughs> Like, like we, for copyright reasons, we obviously can't play the Mafia soundtrack. <laughs> the Godfather, sorry, soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I'm imagining you walking out dressed as, like, a old-fashioned newsboy. <laughs> because imagine, you're about a halfway. Yeah. I imagine, like, still in waiter gear. Like, just still, like, an apron on. But, like, you know, old-school, like, Italian waiter. Anyway, you walk out the back of the restaurant. Maybe to have a smoke, because fuck, that was stressful. <laughs> Calm those nerves of yours. Yep, not fair. Out of nowhere, you get grabbed by two thugs. <laughs> and thrown into the back of a carriage. Oh, I kind of a day is this for you. It's like, like oh, no, jeez, oh, jeez. Go for the yes, and he smokes hard. By the time that you get your bearings, another halfling has a knife at your throat. And you're looking across the across the carriage at Papa Quiet Knife. <laughs> Hi, Papa Quiet Knife. Do I know him? Papa Quiet Knife is the patriarch of the Quiet Knife family. You you don't know him very well. You know him more by name than anything else. Would I recognize that it is Papa Quiet Knife? You don't really recognize his face. You recognize the methods. The Quiet uh... Knife family. So there are three <clears throat> big families in in uh, well, Little Teagle Eye, but also Jan's Outpost. I like that you guys are. Either taking, taking notes, notes taking or notes. just drawing doodles. <laughs> taking notes. I need to Surprise- know the halfling family. I don't know who these three big families are. Surprisingly, yeah. Jackson is also taking notes. <laughs> All right, not so the big families, men or whatever. The big families are the Little Low family, which is the smallest family, but the oldest family, and it commands the most respect. Mm-hmm. There's the, uh, the Shorefoot family. The Shorefoot family is the biggest one, but the youngest. They don't have a lot of respect. Okay. It's all about respect. <laughs> and the Quiet Knife family is the strongest family, 
but the violentest family. <laughs> They're the ones most in trouble with the law, the most consistently, because they just like every punishment is a Colombian necktie. Sorry, a um a orcish necktie. <laughs> <laughs> so you recognize this family, you recognize who you're sitting across from and which family you're dealing with simply because of the methods that they okay. grabbed you. All right. Cool. And also, one of the thugs who grabbed you was a half-orc, and no, none of the other families employ orcs <laughs> of any type. <laughs> Hello, quiet knife. No, quiet. Yep, quiet knives. Mm-hmm. Good. I understand that you are uh, once were part of the shadow. <laughs> yes, totally once was. Yep, that was uh, me. As you, in your carriage, go around the block once. <laughs> quiet knife explains. Quiet Knife asks you to retrieve for him the gnomish weapon. <laughs> oh, you're in quite a pickle, buddy. And if you tell Papa Littler, I will, well, let us say, acquaint you with the orcish way of dressing. Gotcha. You want it? You want? You want it? Not destroyed. You 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 want it? I want yeah. it for myself. Oh, all right. Yep. Mm-hmm. They pull up at the restaurant and shove you out of the carriage. <laughs> they do not slow down. <laughs> Sorry, I say they pull up. They do not slow down. <laughs> I want to scramble. Hopefully at the exact same spot so I can scramble for my drop cigarette. <laughs> you grab your, your uh, still lit cigarette and take a lot of puffs very quickly. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, well, one wants it destroyed and one wants it. There's an out. There's an immediate out. <laughs> <laughs> Greg Pierce. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're a low life. <laughs> Handsome Tom. What's your character's name? <laughs> Periwinkle O'Rourke. Oh, Adam. oh, this is gonna be interesting. That's good. Periwinkle and Greg. All right. All right. Periwinkle, you were way back, like before the Black Hand came into the picture. You were a member of the Town Guard. Yeah. You were quite a respected member of the Town Guard, to be honest. People knew that if they needed a problem solved and they didn't care how it got solved, they could come to you. Yeah. You're a good cop, but you do bad things. That's, that's what I've got tattooed on my back. <laughs> <laughs> In Orkish, obviously. Yeah. Out of now. the entire Town Guard, you were the only, you were one of like a handful that the Black Hand didn't try to like hire. And that's simply because. People, if they know two things about you, it's that first thing that you can get a problem solved, but also that Jaren's outpost is where you have roots. Yep. As a half-orc, it's hard for you. You're always fighting uphill against the prejudices of the people, but in <clears throat> Jaren's outpost, people, maybe they don't like love that you're a half-orc, but you command a bit of respect, especially among the town militia, which was once the town guard, because they're, they're your mates. You saved their lives, they saved your life. You're like tight, man. Yeah, we, we, we play poker and stuff. Yeah, camaraderie. No one cheats. <laughs> no one cheats. Your half-orc also wife, Gragia. <laughs> Little G. <laughs> has been berating you for the last fortnight. Mm. Every, every night when you come home from helping however you can at the town militia, she will not shut up. This gnomish weapon, it is going to destroy this town. We can't have it out here. It's just 
the worst, the worst, the worst. And maybe every night you're like, well, what should I do about it, Katia? <laughs> Jesus Christ, woman! I am but one half orc man person! <laughs> and she tells you, give it to the church. <laughs> They'll know what to do with it. You and your goddamn church. We're there every Sunday. This is where we have our roots. We can't have a some gnomish super weapon floating around here. Yeah, my, my wife's a little bit like jumpy. We go and bowling religious. with them. <laughs> is this is this about the Ferguson the Fergusons having having a better house than us again? I'm just saying. They have a bigger flower bed. If we had a bigger flower bed, we could grow our own crops. And then Maybe you wouldn't need to work such long hours because we'd have our own crops. You could be home with your kids more often. <laughs> Speaking of your children, your twin girls, who you may name, but just not at the moment. Okay. Your, uh, two, your two little girls were being, you found out a couple days ago, were being bullied at school. Oh, no. And instead I bullies, of... I bully so much. Instead of coming to you, they went to your mum, their nan, and asked her for help first. A very... For someone who was, like, the go-to guy, that was very emasculating. Why would they go you. to their... I don't know what, what like, the nonna equivalent of an orc would be. Why would they go to the knock knock instead of me? You know, you're knock-knock and you're pack-pack. Come and sit on the pack-pack lap. I like that you've got... Because you're a half orc, you've got Nan and Pop, and you've got Knock Knock and Rack. And Pop Pop. We're going to your grandparents. Nan and Pop or Knock Knock and Pack Pack. Go on a Knock Knock. They went to Knock Knock instead of me? Yeah, they would have gone to you if you had a bigger flower bed. That's the conversation that I think I'm having. Actually, the little niggle that you got in your head is that if you take the. If you were able to get the Gnomish Super Weapon back to the Gnomes. The Gnomish Kingdom has a lot of power and a lot of sway, but they never throw it around. And if you could get the gnomes to help you fix up the problems around the town, because the town has been, I'll explain this later, divided into factions, like warring at each other constantly. But if the gnomes helped out, the town militia could just like... Go back to normal. Everything could go back to normal. You'd be the, you would actually be the hero of the town. And my kids would stop going to knock-knock for advice. (laughs) But... If you got the Gnomish super weapon and didn't give it to the town militia, your mates, if you gave it to the church or if you gave it to the gnomes, the town guard, the town militia, your mates would be like, what's that about, man? You could have helped us out. I thought we were close. close. (laughs) Your mates, your wife, or your pride. (laughs) My kids. (laughs) My kids. <laughs> that's what it's about. You gotta do what's best for the family. But that's also my wife. La Familia. I like it. La Familia. Yeah, you gotta do you fighting for La Familia. Oh, I've gotta go talk to my knock knock. Knock knock. Just imagine like like pack pack like your aunt, grandpa like fishing somewhere and you're like both fishing together. You're like, I gotta we gotta talk. <laughs> I need some advice, pack pack. <laughs> I believe that Knock Knock and Pack Pack would also only speak Orcish. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, like, they, only speak- they would, like, float in and out of English. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of them being mad that you haven't taught your daughters Orcish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because my wife doesn't want them to know it. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's like, <laughs> like a common <laughs> argument is like, uh, why don't you teach? Why don't you teach your kill uh, your children our language? Yeah. And I you're know, like, it's ah. the language of their home country. <laughs> the language yeah, of their just, home country. she just thinks that they'd fit better, you know, fit in more at school if they were. Hang on, something just occurred to me. So. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If, if there are two, because you and your wife are both half-orcs, so how yeah. do you have one set of human parents and one sort of orc oh, parents? I would have... You'd have one of each. You would have yeah. a, a knock-knock knock and, 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 and a papa. And a papa. Yeah, yeah, you'd yeah. have a knock-knock and a papa. Knock-knock <laughs> and poppy. Yeah, knock-knock <laughs> and poppy. <laughs> fuck, that's good. <laughs> so, where the fuck was I? <laughs> La Familia. Uh, basically, I'm I'm either going. I've got to get the thing back. It's either for yeah. the town, mm-hmm. the church, or my mates. If you don't give it to the church, your wife, or oh, you will you, not hear the end of it. Again. If you don't give it to your mates, poor, <laughs> you will not hear the end <laughs> of it. If you don't give it to the gnomes, you might feel emasculated for the rest of your life. Oh, your man. kids don't respect you. <laughs> well, it's not that they don't respect you. They just don't think that I can help them fix yeah. their problems. Yeah. Yeah. Knock knock though. <laughs> He's got it covered. <laughs> I just end like up lying awake at night crying about a flower bed that I don't have. I like that you probably went around to your, your parents' place. You're like sitting there at this table with like these all these little doilies, but they're kind of orc. sewn. Yeah, 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 yeah orc orc doilies. <laughs> so maybe they're a little threadbare and the the pa- it's not a pattern, but like the the war history of your mother's tribe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so good. Imagine her knitting that. <laughs> Sitting in a big duck oh, You, you really captured Thog off the beheader. <laughs> she's like pouring you maybe a cup of herbal tea or something like that. She sits down and she's like, your kids came to me. <laughs> it's like her knitting with like battle axes. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Battle and axe so knitting thing. In my head, like, you know, but the way my family works is like knock knock. She's the she's the boss, and yeah. like Poppy's in the background cooking. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and he's like a really imagine. thin, weedy guy. <laughs> I like to imagine. I he took likes after to my mum, not my dad. Huh? I like to imagine he grows tomatoes. Yeah, I'm imagining him having like a veggie patch out the back, and he's like quite timid and just like no, nah, that's your. Always knock in like a white singlet, <laughs> yeah. and shorts. Always, always, oh, Poppy. No matter what kind of climate it is. Finally, Greg Pierce, the low life. Yeah, that's me. You're a low life. <laughs> so. Going back to the halfling families, just briefly, you're in a lot of debt. <laughs> a lot of debt to a lot of bad people. Uh, how how deep am I with the halfling? 
so well, it's not just the Hans. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a list, right? You decided that probably the best way to solve some of your gambling debts, there is the daughter of a very wealthy merchant. Yeah. She's kind of pretty as well. Right. But you probably picked her because she was kind of pretty. <laughs> yeah, 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 right, right. You decided that you're going to marry Rich. <laughs> Best move in the game. And let Best move in the game. Him worry about your debts. No, even not. You marry rich. You're in the you're in the family. Family take care of you. That's what it's all about. Yeah. All Through right. a series of you bungling, but also lying pretty well, you were able to actually organize a date with her. Ooh. Yeah. Got her. You were like everything's sitting... coming up piss. <laughs> <laughs> everything's coming up piss. Sitting a little ways outside of Jaren's outpost, just like in an, under the shade of a nice tree. You roll out a, a little mat or something like that. Having a picnic, turning on the charm. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Turn the charm up to 11, and you start chatting her up. But the only goddamn fucking thing on her mind that she will talk about is a militant religious group. Right, yeah. That are one of the factions that have taken up in the city known as the Sabres. Real, real interesting there, yeah. Okay, this. Sabres, the Sabres, yeah. as you learn, maybe you knew already, but as you learn, certainly <laughs> in the date, uh, over the course of the date, follow the teachings of a, a goddess known as Lady Willow, right? who in all things exercises a certain level of militancy and rigorous, like, sticky, adhering to rigorous religious standings. All so right. they're, a, they're a new kind of religion, at least to Jan's outpost. It's an old religion overall, but it's... It's only since this chaos has kind of erupted that the Sabres have been able to actually secure a part of the city for themselves and begin spreading the religion. And this religion is like, with the all the crime and everything going to shit, people are like, yeah, a little <laughs> bit of militant religion is what we need. And this religion has grabbed a Boy, large oh. part of the city. Right, yeah, yeah. Specifically, good, good. specifically this girl, mm. Laura. Uh, is this the same religion that my wife tapes taking me to church to, or are we just a different no, church? No, that's the old religion. Old Gnomes religion. and Penia. Yeah, cool, cool. Don't even yeah. know the name of it, because I don't care about it. They <laughs> are... Just go Actually, keep her happy. In church, you've probably heard a couple of sermons about Lady Willow and her violent ways. No, <laughs> uncouth ways. Yeah, yeah. If they've been spoken... False of... idols, etc. Not really false <laughs> idols. False idols, etc. Yeah, I get it. It's fine, <laughs> yep. The teachings of gnomes and Penia, who your wife and by extension a lot of the people you go bowling with follow, is very peaceful, like a spiritual religion. Yeah. Whereas... A bit Buddhist. Yes. Yeah. Whereas Lady Willow and the Sabres, by extension, exercise more of a, like, if you want God's will in the world, you gotta cut some heads off. Right. right. Yeah. It's not, a... like, right. evil or anything like that. It is still, like, it, you know, it does preach fairly, helping those. Fairly dogmatic and... Yeah, it's can't just, make an omelette without batting a few. There's chickens. not a lot of bending in the <laughs> as it goes. Yeah, but I'm <laughs> with you. I've heard that saying before. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's a um, that's a very interesting. Nonetheless, Laura. Yeah. Nonetheless, the date goes very well. Oh, good. That's a like Greg Piss charm. You float the idea of getting married. Maybe. Whoa. She After seems one date. You all. Greg Piss she, works fast. <laughs> you are very charismatic. Now she does not say yes straight My away. Love. But she floats the idea back that if you were to convert to Lady Willow, right, yeah. she would be more receptive. Or like she certainly tells you with no uncertain with no uncertain terms that if you are not 
of Lady Willow, of that religion, she would never marry someone like you. Yeah, if I understood, of course, of course, darling. With this information, <laughs> you went to try and get converted because, as if you fucking... Can. Hello. <laughs> I love your religion. Here. I'm down for Lady Willow. The paladins... Get them good. Why is this happening? Yeah. The paladins there saw through you in a <laughs> fucking instant. But they saw a man who knows this town a lot better than they do. They have not been here for very long. And Greg Pierce has a reputation for being a part of Jaren's Outpost. And Jaren's Outpost being a part of Greg Pierce. Everyone, everyone in town knows Greg Pierce. <laughs> if not by reputation, then in the very intimate and carnal sense, <laughs> knows Greg Pierce. You either know me by reputation or biblically. Those are the two ways. <laughs> sometimes there is both. no third. <laughs> sometimes both. <laughs> sometimes both. Sometimes reputate one leads to the other. <laughs> I want to think it's biblical leads to reputation rather than the other way around. I'm sure it is. You were brought before Paladin Commander Evelyn Plain. Uh, she's the leader of the Sabres, at least in Jaren's outpost. A very strict and sometimes brutal woman. She told you that they kind of interrogated you yeah, right. <laughs> about mm. why you wanted to join. Maybe they didn't necessarily get the full story, but they certainly got a part of it. And they don't care about some merchant's daughter. What they care about, they tell you. The gnomish weapon. Yeah, but get a few in art, The weapon has too much power, you were told, to be allowed into the hands of anyone except the sabers. You guys will do it right, won't you? (laughs) If you can bring them the weapon, they will pretend that you are part of their religion. So that you can marry the merchant's daughter, so you can pay off your gambling debt. That's relatively few steps, to be honest. It's <laughs> much more straightforward than that last, last thing last I had to do. Mass I was in, that's pretty easy. You left the district controlled by the Sabres on Cloud 9. Happy as a fucking God, clam. That's like a week. I can do that in a week. End of the week, I'm good. Arthur, really? You were so Arthur, pleased and excited with yourself that you decided that for tonight, you're going to shack up with a, a lady of the streets. Oh, yeah. A comely strumpet. But you're not going to oh, pay her my... a goddamn <laughs> Greg Pierce don't pay for strange. By <laughs> hook or by crook, you will not pay for strange. <laughs> oh, God. And you know what? The first streetwalker you propositioned was very receptive. Excellent. You're having an amazing day. Yeah. Except after the first drink with her... <laughs> Fall unconscious. <laughs> oh, fuck. And wake up somewhere dark and unpleasant. Men and women in awful black robes with arcane symbols scrawled across them right. are standing around you chained to a table. <laughs> yeah. All right. Is this, is this the deluxe package that I paid for? A ritual is conducted. Right. Um... Through the sounds of chanting... A goat is slaughtered, and its blood oh, is blimey. smeared upon you. As Please the goat's don't. blood touches your skin, it burns ah, and right. tattoos your skin. <laughs> God. They yeah. conclude the ceremony in... Do you know Draconic, the language? I don't. They conclude the <laughs> ceremony the is in happening? Draconic. Uh, excuse me? And their final words in the ceremony in common are... And bind his soul. <laughs> oh. What? Hey, why'd you just... That was the only thing I heard. That's the only thing I understood. 
To what? To you what? <laughs> Please don't be the goat. Please don't be the goat. Please don't be the goat. It maybe in your still kind of groggy mind, it vaguely occurs to you that these people are probably the blood cult. <laughs> Uh, that owns a section of the city. Oh, no. The mystic order of the holy blood. These, shall we say, priests of a a long-dead god believe that they can bring their god back to life by sacrificing enough blood to him. They sacrifice their own blood and very often the blood of others. Right, right. Like it was just a goat got got. <laughs> Better him than me. Your soul has just been bound to something that you don't know. Yeah, but I could have had my blood taken. <laughs> and, and I need... Frankly, this is a win. <laughs> One of the cultists holds up a profane-looking holy symbol. And when he holds it up, you feel an icy coldness in your heart, as if the warmth were leaving you. All right. And then you feel the warmth out of your body and (laughs) leave your body and bind itself to the holy symbol or the unholy symbol, if you will. Yeah. You have the weirdest sensation of you can feel warmth that was once (laughs) you, but is now the holy symbol. This is an odd week. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. The cultist pulls back his hood and you recognize... Ralph Moroni? Ralph Moroni. Ralph Moroni is a local lord. Or Ralph! He wants... <laughs> I didn't know you were part of the blood cult. I am Father Moroni. <laughs> I'm Father Ralph, thank you very much. That's Mr. Ralph, Father Moroni. Father Moroni of the blood cult, right. <laughs> Twist. <laughs> we will be making a sacrifice, and you will be helping us. Yeah, right. All right, not of me, yeah? Not if you can get us the gnomish weapon. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Would you believe it was told a second person today? <laughs> it was told, and I myself saw with my own two eyes, that the gnomish weapon bled the streets. Yeah. The streets ran so red with blood, it was seen deep within the sewers. He gestures around you. And you oh. notice that you are in the sewers of right, Jaren's outpost. Right, all right, okay, well. We wish to bleed this town dry. Would that be enough blood? Perhaps. All right, Imprecise. Secure us, the gnomish weapon, yeah. and you may have your soul back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I would... Gonna to they hook you <laughs> and turn you loose <laughs> back in the streets. In the struggle, oh, I think you're gonna be like into the sewers. No, no, no. Good luck, Greg Piss. So, Greg Piss, either pay your debts and don't die, or get your soul back. It's your choice. Right, bit of a conundrum. It's a thinker. So many conundrums. That's a thinker, right there. How can we only done? have two conundrums, and I have three? <laughs> With one of my options, I get laid. And With the dead. other, less so. <laughs> can can you enjoy being laid without your soul? Well, that oh. remains to be seen. <laughs> your options don't rely in you. One of yours, if you don't do it, getting dead. <laughs> Ours do. Both That's what you three. <laughs> Doesn't say my mates won't kill me if I don't give them a thing. <laughs> it's true. It's true. That's a good point. Independently, all three of you decide that tonight is the night. After some planning, you're going to steal away into the docks. <sighs> 
This is it. This the is it. heavily orcish fortified docks. Now, anyone who has been able to sneak there, and some people have tried sneak their way into the docks, has not been heard from since. The orcs haven't made an example of them or anything like that. It, they've just kind of disappeared. Right. And very un like to not make an example of someone <laughs> sneaking where they shouldn't. It is actually a bit, yeah. <laughs> you decide that... Well, if I was smarter, I'd suspect foul play, but I'm not. <laughs> There's the map of the city, Ooh. where Ooh. divided off into the sections that each faction owns. Okay. Man, the blood cults go, go quite a... Like a lot of... They place. own a lot of the upper sec- or the fancy section of the city, because... The entire, what do you call them? The lords and ladies? Yeah, mm-hmm. the All, gentry. The gentry. Nearly the entirety of the gentry of, of they are. Jaren's outpost were members of this blood cult. Back in the days when King Goldcrest was around, the blood cult was kind of encouraged. Of <laughs> <laughs> uh, course That's they were. Rad. So, um, in the blood cult. It was seen as a hip and cool thing to do. You know so the gentry did it. I love, I love because gnomes is a religion in your world, but it's N O M E S, and it's not. I know what you're about to but point then out. But it's right next to gnomes, the people who own one area. So I'm sure if you were giving directions, you'd be like, go to the place. You know where the gnomes is? Which gnomes? The people, the people who worship the god or the <laughs> little lads. <laughs> the, the little. Lads. Yep. So uh... also Tigalai, not spelled how I imagined, but I like the way it's spelled. <laughs> The yeah, the halfling sort of section is covers pretty much just little Teagolai. The gnomes, gnomes and Penia, which is kind of up the top, that's the slums and the poor district, opiate of the masses joke, if you will. Mm-hmm. I will. <laughs> the sabers center around a uh, small fort, Fort White, which was kind of like a secondary sort of combat location, which was once controlled by the Black Hand. But when they moved out, Sabres kind of moved into that, and they used that as that base of operations. The town militia occupy the most populous part of the town, so where you find the most people. That is not the slums. Cool. So, like, the middle class area, yeah. if you will. The blood cult own, obviously, the upper part, the part where all the fancy people live. The gnomes have the warehouse area, and the orcs control the docks. Cool. Finally... Yeah, I was about to say, what's yes. that big in the corner? Yeah. There's... One last section. Rhodes Keep is the major castle of Jaren's outpost where Lord or Mage Damien Eaton lived. Lives, I should say. When King Goldcrest was in charge, Damien Eaton was the local regent. And he ruled Jaren's outpost with the same iron-handed style that King Goldcrest ruled the nation. He was a very unpleasant and unpopular man. When the uprising happened... Him and his loyalists retreated back to the castle keep, and they've been there ever since, just quietly watching the rest of the town. Right. I immediately distrust them. <laughs> well, rightly so. Pretty much distrust everyone. Although he honest. was once Seems your like. employer, so... <laughs> I immediately distrust him. <laughs> he didn't give me good dental. Oh, oh man. man. He, he did not get teeth. any dental. <laughs> They're a mess. Exactly. So... Uh, you'll notice there's a wall blocking off the dock area. Mm-hmm. You jump that wall in the night. Oof. All three of you independently. <laughs> 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 the orcs have no use for a lot of the supplies, the shipments that were coming in and out through the docks. So things like maybe like designer goods, if you will, like nice clothes from the elven places, nice construction work from the dwarves, stuff like that. That's all been shifted to one side because orcs just fucking don't like dwarves and elves. Yep. 
and they refuse to use any of their stuff. The boxes are uh, boxes of this stuff are packed high. And moving in between these boxes to get closer and closer to the orcish camp, the large tribal looking, well, sort of string of tents and such in the docks, all three of you bump into each other. <laughs> At first, maybe you wish to yell, say something like, what are you doing here? But then an orcish patrol passes very close, and you instead just decide to keep quiet. What? <laughs> what words do our heroes have for each other? Find out next time on Jaren's Outpost Hustle, a D&D is for Nerds adventure. for listening. If you want to help support the show, why not become a member at sanspantsplus.com and get early access to our shows, a bunch of exclusive content, and much, much more. That's sanspantsplus.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, fellow adventurer. If you're picking up what we're putting down and want more D&D content, we have just what you need to scratch that itch. D&D is for Nerds Plus, the symbol, not the word, where you can listen to select campaigns that were once only available to Sans Pants Plus members. The further adventures of the Grey Hill Free Company if you want shorter campaigns with beautiful guests, and D&D is for Nerds, not Ognot, where all our non-canon D&D adventures go to rest. Just search for D&D is for Nerds on your favorite podcast app of choice and join us on this epic quest of D&D podcast discovery.